Hey my loves, how y'all doing? Um, I just wanted to talk about this really quick. I don't really want to do like a whole expose, like a whole um, thing about this nakshatra just yet, but I just really feel super, super, super drawn to sharing something as someone who has this nakshatra and um, someone who's been studying um, you know, crime a lot lately, ever since my son has moved into Scorpio and progressions in Western astrology, I just, um, slowly started getting really drawn into, um, true crime and learning about all these things that go on, um, on the dark side of reality and life. And, um, I found it to be very like edifying and I don't know if that's the right word. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, but just very like, because I was so on this like super new age, um, stream of consciousness, so to speak, um, because I was just engulfed in it ever since my spiritual awakening and I started seeking out what happened to me, you know, there's, um, I'm very impressionable and this is a part of this nakshatra. Um, you know, I, it was to the point because of my veganism and everything where I was just like constantly paranoid about, how positive my thoughts were, how positive my feelings were, whether I was hurting anyone ever, um, and so on and so forth, and all those um, ideals and notions about, you know, manifestation and, you know, all of those things and just reality that was very lopsided and ungrounded and basically snuffed my fire out where I wasn't able to protect myself and that like you've heard me talk about this um before in the past from just how veganism affects you where it makes you kind of like very wimpy not able to have any boundaries or um like a stronger emotional system in mind and um to even feel safe and comfortable to protect yourself to stand up for yourself uh, to feel angry or upset with anybody or, you know, about like not being perfect and all of those things. So, you know, just, just watching like crime dramas and like how, you know, people have, a lot of these people have beautiful lives, you know, and then, then something happens to them within their family, within their marriage. And, you know, cause a lot of us are, are told, you know, you have to be perfect. You're not married. You're not successful because you're not, you know, this and this enough, you're not positive enough, you have to think positive thoughts, you have to, um, you know, manifest your reality. And that's why you're suffering. And, all. you know, like, so me watching these, these marriages, these couples, and all different, like, just out of the portion of the things that I've witnessed, and I studied, um, you know, just how much, I saw just how much that's bullshit. And I, it actually just validated, further validated astrology to me. Because it's like, whatever's been written for you is written for you. So, um, you know, there's a lot of really horrible, evil people out there that have children that are married and have been married their whole lives, uh, that have money or wealthy, uh, don't have to worry about money. You know, like there's, that's, none of those things happen because you're a good person, basically is what you learn when you start to explore the side of reality. Um, it happens because it's meant for you to happen. Therefore, you know, in that lesson of those understanding and seeing those two extremes, you get to you get to find the middle, which is the truth. And that means that um, being a good person doesn't mean that you're going to live a life that you, you would want. It just makes you a good person, um, you know. So 
and that can be taken a, a really crazy way. But as somebody who's always kind of worried about, you know, wanting to be my best and do my best and having that six line in my body line um, definitely makes me just really conscious about, about like, um, not anymore because I'm, I'm more balanced now and I embrace my imperfections and I'm not worried about being imperfect. I lead with being imperfect to help other people kind of relax a little bit more and accept themselves a little bit more so they actually can live their best life and feel their best and be their best because the more we worried about how perfect and great we are, the less that is capable of being, we're basically just becoming neurotic. You know, it's just another way of being neurotic. And of course, there's a healthy way of doing that, of course. But that healthy way happens when we're not super obsessed with, you know, how perfect we are, or how perfect our lives are, and like worrying about whether we're good enough or all of those things, you know, like that, you know, is a thing that a lot of us deal with, especially women, I would say, you know. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it, it beats when you have those two sides of the, of the story, right? You have that biggest picture. It throws a lot of garbage out of your mind and out of your reality. That is unhelpful. That is not truthful. That is not the entirety of, of reality or just the truth at all, which is basically what I've already said. And, uh, that, you know, hinders you in some sort of way. Your worldview can definitely hinder you and cripple you and make you, um, you know, just not being able to be your happiest, healthiest self, like truly being your best self, truly living your best life, you know, truly, you know, being a happy, healthy person. And so, you know, it just, it just goes to show, you know, all those, like I said, all those new age, like things about you not being good enough. And that's why, is it's not only in the new age world, but it's also in a lot of like religious circles too. Like people think that they're just not good enough, that God lo- doesn't favor them enough because they've maybe made mistakes or something like that. And that's why things are not happening to them. You know, so this perspective is really important to have. And when you, when you study these kinds of things, you see that truth and that reality. It doesn't, you know, like there's some people that, you know, some people think that you need to have that incentive in order to not be a bad person. And, that's not true. <laughs> a majority of people, unless you're, unless you're psychotic, um, naturally want to be a good person, naturally want to do what's best, naturally have a moral compass within them, naturally have that within them. Not everybody does. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're dangerous or that you're a bad person. It just means that you might need that within your, your life to, to feel your best and to function your best. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you know something helps you to be your best person and to live your best life, do whatever that is. But if you're somebody who's highly focused on always wanting to, you know, not do the bad, the bad thing, to always do the best thing, you're always wanting to do what's right. You're always like, that's like, you know, in human design, we call that, um, um, it's not, it's not a cross line. It's, um, it's your motivation, I guess. Like some people have hope. Some people have innocence. I have innocence. Right. So I'm always wanting to do what is the best. And I'm always wanting to be in the position that is the most moral. And if you look at my hands, um, you can see that, you know, I'm, I'm highly morally like, um, concerned. So, um, I've had to learn to become more balanced and relaxed and, and embrace like my imperfections and the imperfections of life. And, 
um, reality and not being afraid of the dark side of humanity and reality, um, seeing it for what it is, um, assessing it for what it is. Um, you know, it, it also helps me because I've, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person and people with this nakshatra need to watch out. That's why I'm saying this is that, um, I tend to, because I'm impressionable, I have a lot of female energy. It's lunar, it's Venus. Um, you know, I used to have a, a history of like getting in with the wrong crowd, with the wrong guy, um, being attracted to the wrong guy, um, and so on and so forth. So, you know, my picker is definitely off and not everybody that is really feminine, um, like very lunar, uh, so on and so forth has an off picker, but mine definitely is off. And if you are lunar, you're very sensitive, Neptune dominant and your outer planet, if you're counting outer planets, stuff like that, Pisces, Nakshatras, you know, um, you definitely need to work on that picker and, just reminding you to trust how people make you feel and if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable do not get involved this next chakra that is vulnerable and tends to especially when it comes to like uh narcissistic psychopaths that are kind of like cult leaders and and or have those kind of grandiose uh cult-like philosophies and the kind of like brainwash their victims um you know that's shravana is usually um the nakshatra that is sucked in by these kinds of people when shravana is not healthy and shravana has an off picker um but you know like just because you're an off picker doesn't mean you're automatically gonna go for somebody who's who's bad who's manipulative who's trying to harm you who's insult narcissistic so on and so forth um when you're aware regardless of what kind of wounds you're holding in yourself you're going to be fine but this is just a reminder to be aware it doesn't matter what whether you have this nakshatra or not you just really need to be aware and um and of course, there's positive and good sides of this, of every nakshatra. Like Shravana is also on the can be also on the other side of thing of this thing too, where they um, use their spiritual knowledge and wisdom in a way where you know they build themselves up and then control other people with that. We can also see that with other lunar nakshatras, which um, I've started to notice that a lot of these kinds of cult leaders have hasta in their charts hosta is not all bad just like all nakshatras are not all bad and all nakshatras are not all good there's different variations everything has light and dark right but i definitely have noticed um that hosta plays a role a lot of the time in these people that are um kind of extremely narcissistic and, uh, and they use it in a spiritual manipulative cult-like leader sense um i looked up that one cult leader from australia um that i just saw a youtube video on i forgot her name but she has a shit ton of pasta and uh, she would she would steal people's babies and um just all sorts of crazy things anyway anyway <laughs> if you have pasta it doesn't mean um that you're a bad person or anything like that i'm just i'm exp- i'm expressing the shadow side 
um that can happen with lunar nakshatras in general not just hasa like i said shravana can be on the negative side of these kinds of things of like cult eatery and stuff like that like um and illusions and delusions creating illusions uh creating delusions um so you can either be prone to being delusion or delusional and being impre- impressed upon um and living in delusion or or on the bad negative side um purposefully deluding people purposefully eluding people purposely manipulating people um by making them deluded and um and out of touch with reality and in your own reality that you're making up for them to live basically is what these people do on the really dark 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 evil shadow side of these lunar nakshatras um, particularly I've seen Hasta in this kind of role. Shivana, Shivana is usually, uh, you can see this a lot in religion, like in priests, um, in those kinds of scenarios. Um, you know, more the Book of Mormon, the, the man that started Mormonism is Shivana and, um, he was scribing and, you know, he was taking that information and manipulating it in a way that um, felt right for his ego, and he was manipulating it. Moon, <laughs> moon on its shadow side is manipulative. People say this about about Mercury. Mercury is actually not manipulative. Mercury is very like uh, straight and forward, and that's its best friends with Mars. Both like will just say it like it is. This doesn't mean that Mercury isn't playful and, and isn't a trickster because it's playful and it can be a trickster. But it, Mercury is very rarely a trickster in a mean-spirited way. <laughs> you know, like, um, very rarely is it mean-spirited. Um, very rarely is anything, like, purely evil um, or with pure evil intention, actually. Um, regardless of how much, like, the more you start to go into true crime, for instance, the more you realize how much fucked up shit happens and we don't even hear about a majority of it. Like, um, especially nowadays where I'm definitely not watching the news because it's not the news, (laughs) you know, like we rarely ever hear about the, the shit that goes down in this world. And so, um, if you are capable, if like you are in a good emotional mental space to watch those kinds of things, and um you feel drawn to doing so you know it does help to open up your eyes about life and reality and give you that the necessary um extreme to the other side to actually find the truth and see the truth and like just basically even like just studying human behavior it's like in it's incredibly um invaluable to study these things if you're feeling called to draw like called to do so basically because um it just really like i said helps you unlock a lot of truth and it helps you to keep your guard up and in a positive way um and you know be less prone to getting involved with people that are bad because um sometimes we can you know especially if we're living in la la land and we're just you know in this super new age world we can tend to be very deluded and very like um Pollyanna-ish and you know um it's it's scary but you know like a lot of like what this one guy I just watched about his story today he met one of his victims that um he brainwashed and got to do 
something horrible with her. He, like, got her to do that with her because he convinced her that this this woman, his wife, is a reptilian queen. Um, he went, you know, they met at a, at a David Icke um, uh, what a, a symposium or whatever the fuck. And, uh, you know, so just be careful. I know this is a spiritual podcast, and I definitely need to put this out here because a lot of y'all are probably going to these kinds of events you're going to, you know, festivals, you're going to these kinds of gatherings, you're going to Sedona, you're going to all these places, you have to realize that there's a lot of psychotic, fucked up people that prey on people in this arena, in these arenas. And if you are very susceptible and sensitive and impressionable, those, they, those are the people that, you know, they, they hunt down, they hound down. Um, and Shravan is known for being, you know, um, used for other people's uh, needs of and like to express their control to express their narcissistic like uh, feeding tube like abuse you know like they're like they Shravana can, can tend to find themselves in, in those situations um, and can be brainwashed easily so you have to realize and and a lot of women with with these with lunar nakshatras, not just Shravana, on the positive side, will naturally eventually find themselves more drawn to situations where they are less likely to be mistreated. Um, you know, a lot of Shravana women are tend to go towards conservatism and so on and so forth because, on an instinctual level, they want to be with someone who is more prone to being. Um, you know, in adoration and protection and are more, more masculine towards women um, and have more traditional values and are more grounded um, because that grounds them and that makes them feel safe and know that they would be safe, so on and so forth. That doesn't mean that people on the right are not fucked up. There's plenty of people that are fucked up all over the, <laughs> all of the, all over the board. There's a lot of people on the right that, you know, um, espouse certain things, talk about certain things, but behind closed doors are, like, are heinous uh, and do all sorts of fucked up shit. And uh, there's a lot of closeted gay people and, like, that, and there's nothing wrong with being gay, but, you know, they're married and they're cheating on their spouses and they're going to orgies and shit, like, all sorts of fucked up, doing drugs, like, you know, like... Fucked up people exist in every single place. I've seen so many stories about people that are religious and Christian that that do fucked up shit. You know, like that's another thing. Like it really like uncovers that um, these stereotypes and these notions that we tend to have about people and places, even like the South, and also like for some reason uh, Charleston kept coming up today. Random stories that I just chose to watch and explore and study today were from where we're, we're about Charleston. So I don't know why that happened, but um, it's not ringing any bells for me, but maybe it rings bells for you. Are you from Charleston? Is that North Carolina or South Carolina? Um, just, you know, be careful. Trust your intuition. Trust your instincts. Do not uh, follow people. Do not get into relationships with people that do not um, truly like make you feel and know know from deep within your soul that you are safe, and what they are espousing 
that what they're espousing is not degrading your um, well-being, your mental health and well-being, uh, your sense of self, you as a person. Um, there's no manipulation. Uh, you know, just basically stay away from cult leader type people that give you bad vibes first and foremost or that are like raising flags and are you regardless of the situation are you around some person have you met someone that's raising your flags and you're just trying to like be like oh no 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 you know there's something in you that's saying that's ringing that flag and bringing that red flag up into your into your mind into your nervous system into your emotions trust that you are highly intuitive. You are very, very intuitive. And sometimes um, on the negative side, you can be very impressionable, like I said, and um, and kind of like gaslight yourself and be gaslit and, um, you know, be very ungrounded and unclear. So just whoever needs to hear this, please walk away from that situation or that person um and know that you deserve better you deserve to be treated with respect you deserve to know that you are enough uh, you you don't deserve to be in a mental state that brings you nothing but horror and stress or just makes you feel bad about yourself constantly worried about about things whatever the case may be um just living your life in fear you know you don't deserve that nobody deserves that um those are not spiritual values or teachings or people that are in highest divine good and in your highest divine favor um you need to reject all of that and come back home to yourself and make sure that you're safe do whatever it is that you need to do to you know know that you're safe if you're living with this person um go stay with someone that you trust and like let yourself be free of it let yourself be free of it go find um you know sanctuary within yourself and um with people that you know you can trust that are your family um you know some a close friend someone that you know that is going to be a safe haven for you to kind of pick up the pieces and come back home to you and get help or go to you know, a mental health facility to, you know, be safe um, and to find help and to find healing because your life is more important than anything else. Um, and if things are really dire, then it's important to get to safety as soon as possible in whatever way is possible for you. And um, that includes like, you know, finding peace and solace in your mind and um, finding your mental health and well-being and knowing that you're capable of doing so no matter how bad things might have gotten for you or have been for you does not mean that that's the end of your story and that you're not going to get better because you will get better and yeah just protect your peace and trust your body trust your your instincts trust your intuition whatever it is however it is that you you know that you receive intuition um learn about your human design profile and how your intuition works learn about your astrological charts and how it is that your intuition functions you don't even need to look at your charts in and um any of that to really know uh you know just sometimes it takes because you know these these lunar energies and people that are are more introverted in some sort of way uh need to have their time to themselves so they can be clear and um 
that can show up in a lot of different ways, right? But you know, if you know, you know, you know, like where you need to like walk away and be be on your own for a little bit to feel better. You, that that is that's that's basically it, you know. Um, there's a part of you that is introverted to some certain extent and recharges in its own space and time in its own, like not being around other people, you know, like you get recharged and refreshed when you take a break and go spend some time alone in peace, relaxing, meditating, or doing some sort of craft or something that makes you feel good, that helps you get grounded, that helps you uh, clear your mind um, in whatever way is healthy and positive and well for you. You know, focusing on that and first and foremost, like getting out of Dodge, getting out of Dodge, getting out of Dodge, whatever that Dodge is, um, you know, like getting out of cults, <laughs> getting away from cult leaders and finding your own inner guidance. You know, like I've like I've been saying for the longest time ever, um, removing into individual individualism, um, according to human design, the cross of the Phoenix and individualistic lines we're moving into sovereignty so you know nobody knows more than you know for yourself and you have your own line and connection with god in the universe you have your own divine angels and guides and support team uh you do not need anybody else to be giving you permission or validation or anything like that to know what is true and right for you what what resonates and actually works with spiritual teachings and notions and perspective are actually positive and healthy and grounding and edifying for you, for your well-being, for your prosperity, for your abundance, for you feeling and being your best you that you can be. You know what that is, ultimately. You know what that is, ultimately. You don't need anyone standing there and telling you what that is. You need to know what that is for you. And you're capable of doing so. And so you really need to start working towards that and letting yourself become more empowered and trusting your own inner guidance and instincts and doing what's right and good for your well-being, um, not being afraid to walk away and say no, whatever way is safe and healthy and good for you to do so, Um you know, and looking out for your best interests and your well-being is is always the most important thing, first and foremost. Um, and when you have all this feminine energy, this lunar energy, you really need to sit sit it out, sit it out until you find a man that you know you can trust, that you know is going to be a good influence on you, that you know is a positive, actually positive, good human being all throughout that makes you feel safe in your body and your nervous system. There's nothing that's raising any red flags, basically. Um, if you have red flags, those are red flags. And you need to trust them. And even beyond that, um, the company you keep is really important for you. When you have a lot of open spaces in human design, you have lunar influences in, in Vedic astrology or regular astrology, you know you're impressionable. You know that what you have around you is important. Uh, the people that are around you, you know, the company you keep is really important. Doesn't mean you need to be paranoid or nothing like that. It's important for you to know that you you um, are strong and capable and can protect yourself, and you don't need to worry about things that God's protecting you and all of those things. But it's also important for you to know that 
um, you know, in a positive sense where it's like, if you surround yourself with positive people and positive things that are like good for you, um, on a whole level, like not just because they say nice things to you, but because they bring out the best in you and they are healthy and they are grounded and they are doing well in their life and they're a positive force for you or you are the best version of yourself when you're around them or they bring out the best version of you. That's what I'm talking about. And finding those people and not um, succumbing to your loneliness or to your boredom even um, and choosing people that aren't, aren't good because you're lonely or bored or feel like you can't find anyone else or because you're making excuses for them or because you're not judgmental. Um, it's important to be a little bit judgmental and it's important to make sure you're creating and cultivating a community around yourself that is going to, um, you know, help you be the best you and have good, positive and healthy impressions on you because you're impressionable. So you need good impressions. You need good energy coming your way um, as much as possible. And so hold it out, stick it out until you find that those people, even that one person, doesn't mean you have to not talk to anyone (laughs) unless you know that they are perfect or anything like that. But it just means that, you know, it's kind of like taking vitamins. Like, you know, that if you have positive things, that it's like taking a positive vitamin for, for your life. And being around negativity, negative people is the opposite of that. Um, you know, like generally speaking. Anyway, I hope this helped you in your highest divine good. And I will see you guys soon. I will be talking more about these lunar nakshatras in the future. And I hope you stick around. I love you all.